Welcome builders from Lakeland, Florida. This is the Build Your Success Leadership Podcast with your host, Brian Brogen. We're going to empower and equip you to build yourself and then build others. Now, let's build up with your host, Brian Brogen. Hello, builders. We would love to welcome you to this episode of the Build Your Success Podcast. As you know, if you're a current listener, you know that we try to build you so you can build others. We hope you're building yourself, building a team, building a business, whatever you're working on. We want to help you through that. And we do that through our training and through our special guest. I am excited today. We've got Christian Grazo here for our podcast. He was recommended by Larry Levine. If you've listened before, he was on episode 69, Selling from the Heart. That was a great episode. If you haven't listened to that or if you want to get a refresher, go back and listen to that. This is also our first episode of 2021. I know a lot of people are wiping their brow going, wow, we got through 2020. And so here we are. This is the first episode of 2021. I've got a very energetic Christian Grazo here. I'm going to tell you a little bit about him. He is set, his set desire is to encourage, inspire, motivate, and challenge others to do more and importantly, be all they are created for. He wants to be a verb leader. He wants to run from the edge and wow people and to be a great husband, father, and friend. He is also the author of Wow Factor. So that's just a little bit of his history. He's got a lot more. We may, some of that may come out in this podcast today, but welcome to the podcast today, Chris. Hey, thanks, Brian. Appreciate the opportunity. And uh, yeah, they're probably wondering what the world's a verb leader. I have a feeling that if they listen to today's program, they'll learn. <laughs> yes, that is. I, I learned that principle about the verb versus the the uh, noun being a leader, and it, it's such a great principle. And we definitely want to dive into that. But first of all, tell us about this Wow Factor, this book you've written and collaborated with others on. Let's hear hear some about that. Yeah, you know it's fun. Um, I'm dyslexic. I used to pray to a dog, and uh, thankfully that's gotten fixed. But uh, that's a joke, man. That's a joke. I, I got I, it. I got it. We're stay here with me. Uh, no. So, um, you know, it's tough growing up when you're dyslexic and you don't realize you are, you just think you're dumb. And, uh, that was hard. And I, I, um, I, I didn't know how to spell reading was a, a chore for me. And, uh, even though I graduated high school and college with honors, it was, a it, I trained myself how to, to how to, to, to grow in that, but I, I didn't know how to spell. My mom would send me to the dictionary. Like, what are you talking? I don't know where I'm going, you know? And she'd say, no, 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 you, you've got to go check it out. But it was in that time that I learned that I have a superpower with words. I look at words different than most people do because it takes me longer. And I sometimes see words in words. And then as I grew in it, I started thinking, wow, uh, <laughs> uh, I wanted something that was short and sweet, powerful, punchy, that would wow me. And I could factor into my life business and professional, um, business and professional, uh, professional and personal. And um, that's kind of how it started. And I would take a word and I would define it. And then I would dissect it with my personality on it. And then I'd give practical steps to do it. And uh, like one of the words not in the book is the word decide. It's actually, uh, it's made of two Latin words. D is away from or off and side. It's, well, you think of other words that end inside suicide, pesticide, homicide, genocide have to do with death, right? So to decide is to kill options. So when you make a decision, there's your wow, come on. Like, oh, that's, I get it. So okay, if you're doing that, 
uh, your wow moment is that's pretty cool. All right. Now, now what are you going to do with that? Well, let's come up with ways to make a good decision. And so then I come up with five S's to make a good decision. And that's kind of how it, how it started. And then I thought I could do this, Brian, I'm well-traveled. I'm highly intellectual, intellectual. There you go. Uh, <laughs> that's a joke. Uh, I have a little bit of Dame Bramage. I apologize. And, and as I, I started working on this, my friend, I'm thinking, you know, so-and-so, they have a story to tell. I need to share them with the world. And then that guy was a mentor of mine. I went to, oh, and this guy, he, he was the, the VP of Disney. I should have him. Pay. All of a sudden, now we have Wow Factor written by dozens and dozens of thought leaders, different levels, you know, Fortune 500 CEOs and therapists and coaches and celebrities and, and VPs and ah, me. We all kind of added to it with a tapestry of perspective. That is wonderful. And, and, and so you just don't leave us hanging there. What are those five S's that you use? I'm not going to tell you. That comes in another thing. And it, uh, I charge a, a million dollars for that. Actually, I don't have those here. Uh, that's I know you, I left it hanging. I, I have to look for those. I wrote them. I don't have them. Don't put me on the spot like this. They're down in a folder down there. I'm not getting them. I, I, I know one is stop, seek sign like write it down I don't, those are the three i remember i wrote it but it's it's not in my book so even though it's good uh but i can share other ones that's a lot yeah there's a it's hard it's oh it's funny I, you know i had a memory expert on, on one of the last previous podcasts and he taught me how to memorize things and, and how we have things in storage that we just have to figure out a way to get them out and yeah so you're an example of that today where you wrote something yeah and you remember three of the five so that, that's 55 that's, years old and there's some rusty uh filing cabinets i go ah it's in there somewhere it's in now there. i've got to literally forget i got new stuff coming in I, I, I my hard drive is full so i've got to like forget childhood memories like i don't i i don't remember where i lived as a kid now doggone it <laughs> so, yeah it's very exciting but that, that's wonderful so you know, you, you talk about this wow factor and using these letters. It's, it's, it, it's what I call the Brian method. Keep it simple. And I'm not going to say stupid, just keep it simple, <laughs> you know, simply simple. And that yes. way we can, you know, and, and, and I say, uh, keep it Brian proof. So I love the idea yes. with these, these words and, and, and using the letters. So you told me about another one before the podcast where you, you use another word. So tell us about that one. Which word was that? You know, I've already lost it too. I think it had it in it. Ahead of what? Oh man, I, we're gonna, let's see here. <laughs> we're prepared, ladies. You and transpose gentlemen. the end of it. I remember that now. Oh, pursuit. Yeah, pursuit. There we go. Yeah, I mean that word ends with it. And one day I looked at it. I'm like, oh my gosh, there's an it at the end of pursue. That is what. What is the it you're pursuing at the end of this? And you know, just kind of that kind of fun stuff. And there's just there's all kinds of them like that. But to me, when you when you actually go to the definition, you can go on a trip that I'll give you an example. Uh, I'm a master coach for my company and I have a friend who's a master coach as well. And uh, when he, he did it, he picked the word coach, but he didn't even know what the word meant. And you start doing the research of coach. And it started in Austria where they would take the coach with horses and it would take a group of people comfortably to a desired destination. That's what coaching is. Well, coaching can also be a, a guy or a gal helping you get to where you need to be. And you start putting it together. And that's the beautiful thing about our words. A lot of times they have more than one meaning, which we'll talk about today. And the more than one meaning puts a bow on it and gives you a wow moment that you go, oh, that is so good. You know, like the word season. The word season, you think of, you know, winter, summer, spring and fall, right? It's the seasons, but it's also what you put on food to make it 
come alive or to preserve it. And so life is full of seasons. And there's principles you can learn. Like they come and go. Embrace the season you're in. But I just got back yesterday from snow. It's now 78 degrees here in Orlando. Yesterday I was in North Carolina and uh, we're tubing. I mean, you know, going down a hill on ice. That was winter there. Here it's winter different. Uh, but what we realized is like um, the guy, Dr. Sam Farina, that wrote Season, he's in stage four cancer. He tells me there's no stage five, Chris. And he's doing well. And he's, he's, he's coming through uh, at the best he can, which is not normal. But he talks about life has its ups and downs. And if it didn't, imagine if your heart monitor didn't have its ups and downs. Why, it wouldn't be so good, would it? And so embrace that season you're in. You know, as if we start 2021, Brian, I was thinking 2020 was a train wreck for most of us. We start thinking, what just happened? You know, and so to kind of get on here, I, I hope people can use a book like this to take one word a week, grab it, dissect it, break it down, get practical steps to do it, share it with a team and becomes their marching order for the week. That sounds like a great idea and getting so much diversity. You know, you talk about the diversity of the seasons in life and the diversity of seasoning, taste and flavor, but also in humanity, man, what if we were all the same? What if, what if all of us marched identical? If everyone was like Brian, it'd be a pretty boring place, man. So it's just amazing how, how our characteristics and our personalities and our identity is so different. And if we can embrace that, it complements each other. Yeah, it does. And my wife and I are opposites. We always say opposites attract and then they move in together and thinking, what is wrong with you? I mean, I loved her independence and now I realize she doesn't need me. Are you kidding? She loved my sense of humor. And she's like, does everything have to be a joke? Now it's been 21 years and, and we're still making it work, you know, because uh, that's what we do. We hope you're enjoying today's podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Build Consulting Services. Are you ready to reduce workplace conflict? reduce employee turnover, and increase your productivity? If you're ready to put Brian to work for your company, give him a call at 863-800-9658 or email him at brianb at buildcs.net. Now, back to today's episode. That's wonderful. That, that's all part of it. So you have a, a, a definition about lead oh uh, my and goodness, a principle. Yes. So I want to hear about that. I want the listeners especially to hear about this. Well, you know, I love quotes. Um, so the way this is laid out, we, we start with a notable quote. Then we go right into the, de the definition. And then the person or the, the, the contributing author, they, they, they break it down in their personality. And then we give you practical steps to do it. And um, so I start my chapter with uh, Margaret Thatcher. Uh, I love her as a leader. Been to England many, many times. And uh, she says, don't follow the crowd. Let the crowd follow you. And that is the ultimate task of leadership, right? They, they used to say, how do you know if you're in leadership? Just look behind you and see if anyone's following you. So it's not a positional thing. It is, it is, it is, is, is a, just, it's a, a living thing. Like, because I'm leading, there's people following. And so I'm going to give you the definition. I'm going to start with the, the noun. It's the one we most are familiar with. It is the initiative and an action, an example for others to follow or a position or advantage in a contest first place. And here's what it is. It's as a leader, I'm here. I'm in first place. I'm at the top. I'm, I got it. Oh, by the way, Brian, if you want what I have, come on, 
come get it. I mean, you know, good luck. It all falls on you. I've already done it. So the noun leader says, I'm here. You're there. Learn from me. That's fine. I don't care. I mean, no skin off my back. That's a noun leader. The verb leader at 530 in the morning, many months ago, slapped me in the face and took me on a journey that changed the trajectory of my life. And I hope some of the people can do that too. And that's this, the verb leader. Let's read it right from the book. Cause a person or animal to go with by holding them by the hand, a halter, a rope while moving forward. Now that is a lot to that. I'm gonna read the second part. To be a route or means of access to a particular place or a particular direction. And I break things down, Brian. So the first thing that hits me about that verb leader is there's a cause. And because I'm a verb leader, I'm going to cause you. There's a force there. I don't force you, but there is a force. There's an energy. There's something that happens in an interaction that when I'm with you, you are moved, motivated, jolted, something. I cause you to respond. Okay. Part one. Part two. By holding them by a hand holder or a rope. And I started thinking about, a, a, you can have a little 80 pound girl that could lead a large horse. How? You know, it's interesting. A rope. And what is that thing called? It's called a lead. Isn't that interesting? It's, and she has the ability to move this massive animal with her little frame and very little effort because she's leading him. We'll talk about that in a minute. Then I thought about that. A verb leader is there is a connection point. There's a touch. It's something we're missing in this COVID world, by the way. Because I'm looking at you on a screen, I still can't look in your eyes. I can't look in your soul, Brian. I know you, I see it. I see your facial expressions. You can't hide those, but I don't know if you're wearing pants. It's kind of freaking me out. I don't know what's going on here, but, <laughs> but you know, what's interesting is uh, there's a connection as a verb leader. I am holding you. Now this, this is powerful because this means I'm vulnerable. I'm allowing you close enough to me that you can see my flaws. You can see the parts that maybe I try to hide. You're close. I'm holding you. It's very vulnerable uh, it, see beyond real is vulnerable it's 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 it, that's to me a verb leader is a vulnerable leader it's one that says there's a responsibility with me so brian you say chris i want to be where you're at i'm like you know what brian i want you to and i reach out to you and i grab your hand and here you go here's the next part of this i pull you i think what happens a lot of times is leaders push people mm. the problem is if i push you i'm a noun leader i can't control your direction or your speed if I push you. When I pull you, I can control everything. Here's the other thing. I can push you where I've never been, but I cannot pull you where I'm not currently at. When I pull you as a verb leader, you come where I am. I share this with you, whatever that is. That's, this is beautiful. A verb leader, pull. it's like when we teach our kids to walk. I got a little two-year-old. Listen, my oldest is 30. My youngest is two. Yeah, I have a crazy life from 30 to two, just the way I planned it in high school, all different moms, we can talk about that later. <laughs> it's a crazy story. But this verb leader, it's like when we teach our kids to walk, I pull them to walk. You don't push your kid to walk. <clears throat> oh, Billy fell again, broke his nose, stupid kid. You know, no, you pull them, you hold them, you take them where you are. They walk in your footsteps and you lead them by holding them by the hand, halter or rope while moving what? Forward. To be a verb leader, I'm moving you to a place you couldn't get on your own. I'm moving you forward, not sideways, not stationary, and certainly not backwards. Brian, I reach out to you. I get vulnerable. I hold you. 
and I pull you where I am, where I've been, and where we're going together. That is a verb leader. That is great, Chris. And just so our listeners know, here at the Build Your Success podcast, we always have our britches on, and today it's boots. (laughs) (laughs) And But this analogy about leading, you know, when you first said noun leader, I heard non-leader. And think about that. You know, the noun leader might be a non-leader. And and I've I've thought about this principle before. I can choose to lead, but someone else chooses that I'm a leader. Because you have to have followers to be a leader. You do. And and you can't lead if there's no one following you. So you can choose to lead, but someone else gets to choose if you're a leader. And I, and I love the analogy with the horse. We've had horses and cows and, you know, leading them with a rope, they, they come with you by choice. Yes. A prod is a different story. That is. Well, and, yep. and, and it gets some excitement and, and, and not the, the nice, uh, you know, when you're leading them, as you describe with a rope, that's it's loose. You know, they, they got to choose to come with the rope. The prod is going to get some actions that, you may not be expecting and may not be ready for. And, and I think, you know, and, and I'm in the construction industry. I told you earlier about how I decided I wanted to build people up and not tear them down because some of the, my former superintendents and, and to my shame, I said it too. I tore them up one side and down the other. Who wants that person working for them? The person that yeah. just got tore up one side and down the other. That's not beneficial for the project. But also we, we have pushers in our industry. They call them pushers. And it's, they push the job and they, and they make it happen. But this, those people aren't doing that work voluntarily when they're being pushed. Right. So much better the leader that gets a team working for him and they're doing it voluntarily and because they want to, and they all want to succeed together. Love it, Chris. Tell us some more about this. Well, I I took the word lead uh, because you try to create some practical steps that are memorable, unlike the five S's of of, uh, decide. (laughs) Love it. This one I remember. Um, L is for leverage. um, And I I think it's important these days to leverage our relationships um, both ways. Okay. Uh, B, uh, to be a verb leader is to to be the example. Um, And then the A is associate. This is powerful. Associate with those um, you're, you're the lead and who's leading you, which is powerful. And then lastly, D be determined to pull people forward. Um, you know, I don't know what people's goals are for 2021. Uh, mine is, um, is, is empower. Uh, so, um, I don't have it. We still have our Christmas, uh, cards on our, on our, uh, cabinets in our kitchen, but as soon as that leaves, which is this weekend, um, we're going to put every one of my family members has a word for the year. And then we have a family word. And my word for this year is empower is I want to empower people and to break it down and it becomes real. And we talk about it regularly. Every one of my kids have one. And uh, it's just, we're a word family. It's really important to us. And uh, we realize that what I focus on is the direction in which I'm going. So we don't focus on what we don't want to do. We focus on what we do want to do. Does that make sense? I remember skiing. In fact, I just got back uh, yesterday from, from uh, going tubing with my kids. But, um, of course, I live in central Florida. So the first time I skied, uh, I was terrified. I was 40 years old. I'm 55 now. I was 40 years old. I'm standing at the top of this mountain with these skis. I did the little bunny thing. And I remember the instructor said, I said, oh my gosh, there's a tree. Like who puts a tree in the middle of this? He goes, we're in the woods, man, you know, on this mountain. And he goes, don't hit the tree. And I'm like, 
well, that's really good advice. I'm paying you for that. He goes, don't pay attention to the tree. And I said to him, I have to pay attention to the tree or I'm going to hit the tree. And he said, if you pay attention to the tree, you're going to hit the tree. Go in the direction you want to go, not focus on where you don't want to go. Dude, this was huge. Guess what I did? I didn't listen to him. That tree, its bark is worse than its bite. I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> just Oh, my God. And isn't that crazy that you, you've got to go where you want to go, not where you don't want to go. And, and I, I do that in counseling and coaching that I do. People, a lot of times they go, I, I make a list. They go, well, let me tell you what I don't want. I'm like, no, tell me what you do want. Tell me where you do want to go. And, and hopefully that's a, a helpful little nugget. It definitely is, Chris. And I tell you, you know, I like to talk about the filter of focus. Hmm. And a guy like you, and I'm, and I'm the same way a lot of leaders are, we like to do a lot of things, man. We want to do everything. I mean, I hear it in you. You're inspired. You, you want to get do this, do, but you got to focus. And, and to use the word for the year to focus on what you're going to do, that filter of focus will keep you from being scatterbrained, will keep you from trying to do everything. You can't be everything to everyone. You can't do everything for everyone. But you can focus on some people that need your help, that need your seasoning. I'm going to use that Chris analogy here where – they need my seasoning. And, and that's the thing about podcasting that I've learned. You yes. know, not everybody can speak to me. Right. The, the, some of the big names that, that, are, that are the largest audiences don't speak to me. Yeah. And yet some other people I can find that, that are doing this and trying hard and they, they speak to me. They, I hear them speak and it's like, I can relate to that. Wow. And the same thing when I've talked to others about encouraging them to have a podcast, it's your voice. Get it out there. People need to hear you. They need to hear your story. And, and, and I, so the seasoning is, it, it just spoke to me today. That's why I love this podcast. I love to listen to podcasts because I get to learn things. My mom used to talk about chapters in life and, yeah. and how this is a different chapter. You know, it's, that chapter's closed. It was a great season in life, was, but you're moving on to this chapter. Yeah, seasons, one of the words, actually focuses one of the words in 2.0 that comes out in the summertime. Uh, so uh, actually written by a, a former Naval SEAL commander. And he uh, he's writing on focus. He understands what it's like to focus. He was a sniper. And uh, talk about a guy that understands focus and knows which way the grass blows. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, that is amazing. And of course, those snipers are going to have the ultimate understanding of focus. You know, we, we, we try and we learn. But, man, when you get down to the nitty gritty of, of, of a spot Everything. hundreds mm -hmm. of yards away, you're very focused. You know, Ryan, one of the things I love about our words is, is they oftentimes have multiple meetings, even like the word lead we just read about. Um, it's L-E-A-D. And when you look at that word, if it wasn't in context, you could read it differently. You could read it as the word lead, like pencil lead. So I was thinking pencil lead. Hmm. You know what? Why don't we define pencil lead? When you define this, ready for this little nugget of wow, is it leaves a mark because of what it's made of. Mm. That's fascinating. <laughs> as, as corny as what I'm about to say is, is when you lead as a verb leader, you've led and left your mark because of what you're made of. Wow. That's great, man. I, that, that pencil lead analogy works. My, my mind went to lead as an anchor. Yeah, it can absolutely be. Well, that's and, a great point. I was thinking about, I just had uh, Mike Ciroc, Ciroco as a guest, and he talks about the uh, 
rocket fuel. He says he uses all of his past experiences, good or bad, yeah. for rocket fuel. And he says, I put them in my tank, not in my trunk. There you go. And so he uses it, whether it's good or bad, he's using it for fuel to propel him forward. And the lead, the non-leader, is going to be that lead in the trunk that's the counterweight that's holding you back. That, that's what I'm taking away from this today. So put all this stuff together, pieces of the puzzle, seasoning, and, and make a great recipe here. That is what it is. Yeah. So uh, when I do talks, I, I like takeoffs. So I always give everybody a pencil. It's a, it's a wow factor pencil. And it says, whoop, let's get it right here. Uh, it's awkward. Lead, make your mark, right? Hold a hand, pull them. And then there's the wow factor.live to get it. Because that, to me, oh, and by the way, it has an eraser. You know why? Because when you're leading, you're going to need it. As a parent, as a spouse, as a leader, you're going to need it. And we need to need to erase something sometimes and go gosh argh. there you Chris, go that's a great point and you as a successful author with successful people surrounding you and helping you collaborating with you to to tell people that i love that because too often leaders have this show life where mm. everything's perfect everything's going great and they want to exemplify that because they want everybody to think what they're doing is one but those people are human beings just like me and you. They've got problems, struggles. They had to overcome some obstacles. These people may look like overnight successes, but they're not. They had to do some kind of work and some kind of groundwork to get to where they're at today. And don't look at those people and, and be discouraged because you're not at that level. Well, I think that's true. I mean, you know, as a, as a coach for a company now, it's interesting because we get to go beyond the veil of people. Like you were saying, it's almost like they're giving me permission to look backstage and mess back there. And all of us like that. We got stuff like, oh man, yeah, you're seeing that. What can I do to do that? And that's why I love the whole coaching module where, you know, you can pull people. And actually it's one of the words in our, in our book, uh, my, my buddy, a noble Bowman, who's an executive coach wrote on coaching. It's to take a group of people comfortably to a desired destination. And uh, to think about that, that's what coaching is, is to help you get, you know, you don't know what you don't know. You can't see what you can't see. Sometimes you need someone to help you, you know, in a sports analogy, get your swing right to see what you can. That's why those coaches, you know, the, the Rams, uh, one of my, actually Larry Levine, he was talking about this the other day. And Larry uh, said he peeked over the fence one time at the uh, Rams training and realized he had 27 coaches for the Rams. These are professional athletes. Why do they, they, they got it. They, they, they played ball all their life, college ball. They don't need, yes, they do. You know why? Because a coach can see what you can't see. Coaches at a different perspective. It can look from the grandstands down and see what's going on. Let me tell you what you can do next time to be more efficient and you know and get the results you want so anyway kind of went off on a coaching tramp but that's okay coaching is very important for success and we're glad to hear you talk about that chris listen we're at that spot where it's time to close this wrap this podcast hey tell the listeners where they can get a copy of your book and how they can get in contact with you social media sure. wherever how are they can get in contact yeah, with of course it? on facebook or linkedin chris jen grasso the name's right here and uh, but 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 you know wowfactor.live for sure and uh, they can get books there. In fact, if they order a book on wildfactor.live, they get a free pencil. The pencil's worth it all. If you feel led to do that, you can do that. And, uh, but it's been fun to see what's going on. And our podcast starts on the 4th of January, uh, just a few days, which is kind of cool. And uh, so we do uh, all of the contributing authors. We dive into their words and break it down even more. And so it's, it's been a blast. 
to get on this journey. It's more than a book. It's becoming a movement where uh, it's changing people's uh, ability to define their lives because they're defining the words that make up their life. That is awesome. And so we encourage our listeners to go listen to that podcast. We're going to put all of this information in the show notes. I hope you've picked up a couple of nuggets today. Chris has been a great guest, got a great sense of humor, and uh, we are grateful to have him on the show today. But most of all, we were grateful to have you listen to the show today. Listen, do me a favor, go to wherever you're listening to this podcast, leave us an honest review and rating and share this podcast with others. Remember to build yourself and then build others. Thank you. Want to learn how to build yourself and build your team? Visit www.buildcs.net and learn about Brian's programs, special offers, and more. Build yourself and then build others.